Well, thanks for worshiping with us today. Obviously, a little different than normal. Normally, we're in the room together, but decided to do an online service for you. Again, trust that you've had an amazing Christmas and a happy new year. Uh, I love that song, Behold, that we just sung. The word actually means to ponder or to take note. The angels would often use the term, and I think at the beginning of a new year, amazing opportunity just with what we're going to be chatting about today, just to take a moment, just to honor God at the beginning of the year and trust that you enjoy the service with us. I love the fact that as well, you know, God's got a story, a bigger story, the three churches combining together on a song, just incredible. Anyway, I have got our Kloof pastoral team with us today. Welcome, everybody. Yo, hiya. It's a little bit of a tradition that we started last year, which you guys really enjoyed because it showed on the views. Uh, it was our most watched service, I think. I think maybe because of the shortest. It was short. <laughs> <laughs> it's hot. Yeah. Watch church. Yeah, so awesome to have you guys again. And we just thought we would keep it super simple. The guys are going to go around just sharing a couple of highs and lows that they've had this past year and maybe you can relate to some of those but then also a few thoughts around what we're feeling for this year uh, some of the stuff that God is saying to us personally and we just hope it brings encouragement to you so let's start with Edward because he's the youth pastor and they yes. always get the bad rap so you go first <laughs> high, high and low from last year high and low from last year I think for me maybe with the low um there wasn't necessarily maybe one event that happened that was very low. Um, kind of felt there was like a season of low, um, but, but not low as in terrible, just a lot of stuff that I feel God was doing that I had to work out and figure out in my own life. Um, and then a ha um, for myself in Curse, something that was really cool is um, uh, we got to go and spend time in Cape Town with Kirst's sister. And uh, it was a sister that there was a very strained relationship with. And leading up to our wedding, there was a lot of stuff that was going on there and a lot of stuff that came about. And we hadn't been in contact with them for, for quite a while. And then over the, uh, over the course of the beginning of the year, uh, she got in contact with us. And it was just awesome that God was able to restore that relationship and rebuild that stuff. And we got to spend time with them and with her nieces and be there with the family and uh, um, it was lots of fun. So that was definitely one of my, my highs, yeah. That's awesome, man. I love how God restores families. You know? Yeah. It's awesome. It's awesome. And Law? Yeah, so from my side, um, yeah, I think the low was um, Craig's dad was diagnosed with cancer last year and it was a very sudden, um, yeah, passing within a few months. So just kind of having to navigate that and also having, um, yeah, family friends, two close family friends who passed away from covid yeah, and just working through that and just the grief and mourning and also helping other people navigate that too, you know. Um, and then from a high point, um, yeah, definitely being able to have the privilege of recording the EP and that oh, being out and hope you guys singing. are enjoying the songs. <laughs> I'm sure those songs have been killed uh, in the car. Hopefully, class. hopefully. <laughs> yeah, so that's from my side. Awesome. awesome. Um, from my side, um, just also something that happened this year, or last year that was um, hard was that my mom was diagnosed with cancer and so it caught us all of guard and my mom is in Italy and so from having to watch it from far not being able to personally help was hard but I'm just so grateful for how God has had his hand over her in the whole um, in this whole season and just how she's able to um, 
do the operation and do chemo, and she's doing much better now. So really, it, it was a faith journey for us as a family, and really we wrote that on the believe wall and really believed and trusted God for healing for her life. And then uh, for Aha, really it was like maybe a small thing, but I was just so grateful to be able to go and to Emma's school and to watch one of her shows and just to be able to, you know, be back into schools and just to be able to witness kids and what they can do in the and yeah, in that environment to, to see that they were just so happy to be with their friends and on stage. So it was really nice. Yeah. She, she was the star of the show, yeah. taking off to <laughs> taking off to her dad. You know, yeah. a famous actor from True Life. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, a low, if I think back over 2021, was probably the season of us having COVID. Um, not low in terms. You of were low around low the we were, the bowl. <laughs> on to the. But it, it was, um, yeah, it was just it was just a hard month for us, and it took us some time to recover. And obviously, in kind of uh, the greater scheme of things, and seeing how others have suffered, you know, far worse than we have. Obviously, we're very grateful to have gone through that and come out stronger. But that was a really tough uh, season for us, and I guess we uh, really got to empathise with those who, who had to go through uh, a similar uh, season. Um, and then, aha! If I look back over True Life, um, I just uh, just could not compliment our team more on how much Amazing. they've grown. And we had a True Life um, donor partner evening kind of towards the end of the year and just sitting and seeing what God has been able to do through this ministry in the last 18 months. Um, we're actually grateful uh, that we've been squeezed into that kind of a yeah. position. Um, and so just really proud of the team. Mm -hmm. And that would be a real highlight of the year. For sure. Uh, for some of you asking what True Life is, we'll have a True Life Sunday again soon, which is awesome. Definitely. Jen, your high is obviously me, but what? <laughs> <laughs> you wish, Annie. Um, okay, so my low this year was that week of the looting and rioting. Um, I just remember just that absolute feeling of total desperation for those people who had lost so much um, and couldn't get food and just remember hustling so hard and just trying to do our best as a church to reach out to those um, who were really needing food and just support at that time. So I, that was just, when I think back over 2021, that was a real low that time. But also gave me good perspective at the same time too. Um, and then my ha is that um, at the beginning of 2021, um, our oldest boy Jude wrote um, on our Believe Wall, he was believing to go to particular um, boarding school that he's just wanted to go to for years and uh, just a few months ago he was able to tick that box hey. and um, which is just I mean we're just ecstatic for him it's just a, been a dream come true for him and also just to see his faith built and to see you know yeah. God come through for him like that so that was a real high. Yeah. How do you feel as a mom that he's going to be going off to boarding school in a couple <laughs> weeks? <laughs> Next year's mm. low. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, for me, I think besides, you know, leading a church with Jin uh, this past year, I mean, it had some many highs and lows, I suppose, you know, just with the restrictions and there were times we were like, oh my gosh, you know, and the load shedding. I mean, it's like, just, it's crazy. The load um, Yeah, but I suppose that would be understandable for you. But maybe personally, I think sometimes uh, as a father, you carry the weight of managing your family and you know, making sure you can provide for them. And I think all of us understand that, you know, we've chosen to do something that's a calling. And sometimes there is always that that struggle and that pull, like, shoot, maybe I should be doing something else, you know, where I can really, like, you know. And, and please don't get me wrong, we feel incredibly blessed. But there were some 
difficult times, just financially trying to figure out things. And, uh, you know, as you know, I always say it, we've got four kids, okay? <laughs> How many? <laughs> Sorry. Four. No more. But, yeah, it's expensive. It just is. And uh, I know some of you can relate. And then they bring all their mates, you know, and it's like we, you know, they like to be at ours, which, yeah. And they just eat so much as well. But like it's just, yeah, and then there's this extra mural, then there's this extra lesson. And it's, it's quite overwhelming sometimes. Uh, and, and so for me, there were, there were, there were some times um, where I was like, I don't know, I'm going to do it, you know. And I've, I've got a few friends that, you know, just chatted to and, you know, share that with, which is just nice, you know. It's just like get it off, you know. And, but also know, and that, and that comes to the high, is that God will sustain you. You know, God has a plan. And you might not see it in the moment. And, uh, but he sees your struggle and he sees your need ahead of time. And, yeah, just end of last year, things came together. You know, even just with, with Jin's high with, with the school and all that, just just amazing. Like, I, I can look back and I'm like, I just don't understand, you know, how God does this. But yeah. So that for me was a high, just seeing things yeah. come together um, and just saw some blessing, you know, and, you know, financially some things just working out, which I was like, I got no idea how this is going to happen. So, so those were mine. Um, but now what we wanted to do, that's everyone's highs and lows, right? Um, what we wanted to do is just encourage you guys uh, just with a few thoughts. Look, it's not a, a sermon from each of us. Please also, yeah, we, we, we are keeping the time short. We know it's beginning of January and you're probably eating over leftover Christmas food still. And maybe it's a beautiful sunny day. We don't know that uh, right now. But uh, we just wanted to encourage you guys. We just have a, a few thoughts of what we're feeling, what we're thinking for the year. We just come off the back of a series unto us, Christmas series. We hope you enjoyed it and kind of who God is to us. But I think there's a responsibility for us in terms of unto him, like what's, what's God calling us to do this year? And everyone has a different, unique calling. Mm-hmm. So I've just asked the guys just to think, pray, uh, just over a few thoughts that we hope would encourage you today. So who are we starting off with? Jin first. The big today. boss. The, the, the real the boss. boss. Yeah. Uh, I think she's going to like hit it out the park and then all of we us. We don't have to yeah. preach. Then yeah. we just wrap it up. Yeah. Yeah. So let's hand over to you first. Okay, thank you, everybody. Um, so I just felt the word um, that God gave me for 2022 is the word reset. And, you know, it's almost been two years since our world was hit with a COVID pandemic and when things just went totally out of control and was chaotic for so many people. And um, I think some of us maybe went into 2021 thinking, sure, it's going to definitely be better than 2020. Come on, surely it has to. And it actually didn't. And, um, you know, for some of you, you may have, have gone through a wilderness time where you couldn't really see what was in front of you. It was thick fog, and it was dry, and it was barren, and it was hard. For others, you know, you may have lost loved ones, not just to COVID, but to cancer, to tragic circumstances, and you've just gone through a year of real heartache and devastation. And then, you know, for others, there is... Fear, maybe, that has gripped your heart. Fear of, am I going to lose my job? Um, How am I going to put food on the table? Fear of the vaccine. Still fear of COVID. Still fear of getting sick. So all of these things have kind of weighed us down. But I really feel for 2022 that it's going to be a time of reevaluating, prioritizing, and resetting. And so four areas, I think, that we can maybe 
look at resetting are, um, or number one is our faith, really committing to putting Jesus number one, um, resetting um, our commitment to church, to our involvement in our home groups and in the life of the church, maybe sticking up your hand to be a volunteer again. And if you do that, do that with all of your heart, um, resetting hope in our hearts, hope for our country, hope in God, hope in his word, hope for relationships that maybe took a bit of strain, resetting peace, really trusting God would give you peace, which transcends all understanding. You know, Philippians says, just hand it all over. Do not be anxious about anything, but give it to God because he's walking alongside you. He's carrying you through it all. And then um, resetting your selfishness. This is a bit of a a tough one. But I think during this time, we have become a little bit selfish. We've become a bit passive. We've set new new norms. Um, we've maybe created some bad habits. Yeah. And I think it's time to maybe look inward and, and think about how we can just break out of that passivity mm. and start looking out for others and just yeah, making some priorities. So, yeah, so I wanted to encourage you to, to really take a deep look inside, reevaluate what's important to you, reset, make God number one, and then see what he does in your life. Awesome. That's for me. Just say amen because that's yeah. you had notes yeah. and points <laughs> and everything. No, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, Lauren, awesome. I'm next. <laughs> no pressure. Yeah, she's tough act to follow, but no, it's almost kind of a follow-on to what you're saying, Jen. And I really felt uh, the word for me, and maybe it would hopefully encourage you guys as well, is um, the word devoted. And um, the definition, as I was looking it up, is. Just um, love, loyalty, or enthusiasm for a person or activity, or other words that you could use as dedicated and steadfast. Um, and yeah, I think often when we hear the word devoted, I know I often think of like devotions and like kind of when we have our quiet time, like devotion with God. And yeah, as I just reflect back on my own life, you know, I know for me, there's been times where I just kind of, okay, I'm going to tick the box and yes, I like, I want to read God's word and I want to know him, but often it's kind of like, okay, God, I really need this. So I'm trusting for this breakthrough. And it's kind of just that selfishness often in terms of our relationship with God, um, or just kind of going, cool, I've, I've spent time with God in the morning and now you just kind of carry on with your day, but really kind of just this, God, this year I'm wanting to be totally devoted to being aware of your presence, not just in my devotion time, but that just wanting to know you more and carry you and your presence wherever I go and throughout my day. Um, so just this consistency, you know, and, um, and yeah, I just kind of had this analogy as well um, with, with my daughter, Kate, is, um, is a, as a mom, I love it when she just comes and she wants cuddles and she wants kisses. It's like the best thing ever if I can just have a cuddle time with her. But often, like, she's sneaky. I mean, she's two. And now she comes and she'll look at me with these eyes and she'll give these little eyebrow, like, raise. And she's like, Mama, like, sweetie, you know? And she'll give me the cuddles and the kisses and sweetie afterwards. And, like, I kind of reflected. I was like, sometimes I do that with God. It's like I go to God wanting, like, the sweets that he can give me, you know, the goodness and the gifts. And not saying that we can't ask God for those things. But sometimes I forget that I just want to just enjoy the sweetness and his fragrance, his presence, and that being enough, you know, just resting in his presence and just kind of being reminded of Jesus' life 
you know, the first thing that he did was just spending time with his father. Um, and just wherever he went and whatever he did, he was always, it was, you know, God's will be done, you know, speaking on behalf of his father. And um, I just loved, uh, I was Googling kind of um, devotion and devoted, and it says, when you're devoted to a person, you place their needs above your own. And just, you know, that reminder for me, God, like your will be done, your kingdom come this year. And so for me, it's just wanting to be completely devoted to God, not for what I can get out of it, but actually for wanting to know him, knowing his voice more, um, enjoying just resting in his presence. So yeah, hope that encourages you guys too. Well, the light of one of your songs, there I find you in the waiting, when you take the time, and that's where we actually discover God. Now you've got the tune stuck in your head. <laughs> I don't know the song. <laughs> um, all right, so um, I think kind of the word or the idea that I kind of felt um, for this next year was I really felt like God was saying, like, take courage and like, and and almost like step out and like take that risk that maybe we haven't taken. And um, as I was reflecting and really just trying to think about this, I feel like, um, like Jin was saying, that 2020 and 2021 were like years that I don't think anybody ever planned for. Anybody could have ever been like, oh, yeah, that's going to come up. So we're going to plan around it and make sure that we're ready for a pandemic. It's like, I don't know if many people would have even guessed that this is going to be a thing. And and I feel like I had this idea of it almost like there was like this earthquake and things were rocky and like it's all like torn up and boulders are everywhere and buildings are falling over and all these things. And like, I feel like maybe for the last two years, there's either been two kind of groups of people where one group is almost like waiting for it to settle or waiting for the rubble to stop or waiting for the for everything to be okay again and be normal again. Or there's been a group of people who are kind of like trying to build on the rubble and trying to make things happen. And then as it gets going, it's falling over again. And it's like, and everything's kind of all over the place. And I really felt like going into 2022 um, that God was just saying like, like now's the time to build, now's the time to grow, now's the time to take that step, that that idea, that risk, that thought, that plan that we were always like either waiting on doing or trying to maybe work little bit, little bit, but actually that God is like, take courage, like let's go, like this is the year that I, I really want to, to move things forward and, and grow things in you. And I know even personally I felt like God was speaking to me that I've had lots of dreams and I have lots of ideas and I feel like I have a new business plan every month. Um, my wife hates that. But um, but I have all these like concepts that I come up with and I really feel like God is saying like, well, when? When are you going to try this? Like, am I just giving you the ideas to just put them in a little magic box that one day, hopefully when things eventually all are perfect, then you're going to do this or are you going to take the risk and step out? And um, there's a scripture I wanted to read and uh, it's from Jeremiah 29 not verse 11, verse 5. Um, and this is what it says. Uh, it's God speaking. It says, Build houses and settle down. Plant gardens and eat what they produce. Marry and have sons and daughters. Find wives for your sons and give your daughters in marriage so that they too may have sons and daughters. Increase in number there. Do not decrease. Also seek the peace and prosperity of the city to which I've carried you into exile. Pray to the Lord for it because if it prospers, you too will prosper. And I really felt like God is saying, like, we, we've kind of, like, maybe been carried into this exile or, like, feel like we're in the situation where COVID and all these things. And, and even like Jen was saying, like, maybe not even just COVID, but all these other things have gone on. And we're kind of, like, 
in this limbo zone of if it changes, if it gets better, when it changes, when it finally settles, when then I'll step out. And God's like, but actually in the season, let's step out. In the in the situation, let's take courage. In this rubble, let's start to rebuild and find a way to move forward because like we mustn't decrease. We have to increase. Yeah. So yeah, that's, that's really what I, I kind of feel that scripture, there's a lot of young people in the church that have taken that literally. Eh? How many guys are getting married this year? <laughs> yeah, lots, lots and lots and lots. Yeah, that's like their, their motto. <laughs> By the way, I see your Christmas socks. Eh? Yes. There's a, there's a someone in the church that I know will have someone something to say about that. Yes. You, you know who I'm talking yeah, about, right? I know. I, yeah. I didn't wear the pink shoes. Exactly. <laughs> you know who you are. Anyway, over to the Edmonds. Yes. So... Uh, my thoughts are we have a little family motto or mantra that we say every day um, on the way to school. And it's um, basically our kids will shout out, we are brave and kind and do what's right. Um, and we really prayed and thought, like, what do you, we as a family want to stand for? What do we feel like is really important to us? And those three words, brave, kind, and integrity, were three things that we felt like Firstly, um, we as Christians should be doing, but secondly, if you think about the way the devil loves to rob from people, it's through the opposites of those three words. So instead of bravery, it's fear. Instead of kindness, it's selfishness. And instead of integrity, it's crookedness. And so we just really um, felt that that was important for our kids and for our family. But then when I was thinking about next year, I was thinking, man, if that's all we could just do as a church is just be brave next yeah. year. Because like, there are going to be times where we feel overwhelmed or we feel like we don't have the ability or we feel like it's beyond us. But just go like, you know, fear is not going to dictate the narrative of our story as a church, as us as individuals. So we're going to be brave in every situation we commit this year. We're going to be kind when, like you're saying, like reset on selfishness because the world just wants to cause self-preservation, self-centeredness, the selfishness that says me first. And Jesus says, with like the devotion, it's actually about others and it's about him. And so for us, we want to be kind in every situation. And you've spoken a lot in the last two years. So exactly. But first kindness, yeah. And just like um, being nice to people in a world that's so freaking divided. Like, I mean, I think entry-level Christianity, be nice. Like, then there's other things that we could. But anyway, so brave and kind. And then in this very crooked, perverse, cut-the-corners world, actually Jesus says to us very clearly in his word that we should be holy as he is holy. And He's not looking for perfect people, but he certainly is saying, I don't drop the standard. It is attainable by my grace. And so um, that integrity is really important. And I believe it will be put to the test where, you know, the devil will come and even God will say, look, I want you to walk this narrow path. And so I think if we choose to be brave and kind and do what's right, if we can shout that on the way to school and on the way to work and on the way to church and on the way to family holiday, I think that we would see an incredibly different church, community, family, schools. Um, and uh, those are my thoughts. Awesome. Nice. Uh, for me, also, kind of goes on the back of that. But um, what I felt is more not something we should do, but something maybe to remind us all is that the word um, loved. And like spelt ed. So like in the past tense, that God really has already loved us, and it's from a place of knowing that we are loved. And um, Cole didn't mention this, but um, in the family motto that we say, we actually ask the kids, "Who are we?" And they reply, "We are the Edmonds family." 
and as the Edmonds family, we are kind and brave and do what's right. And so I felt like before we can do any of these things, you know, we have to remember who we are and who we belong to and that we belong to God as our father and that we are his children. And actually in Ephesians 5, it says this, uh, 5.1, it says, follow God's example, therefore, as dearly loved children. And sometimes to just remind us, early in the year that we are his children, that he loves us, that we are already loved no matter what we do. And so it even comes together with what you were saying, Lord, but it's not like our actions, but it's actually just who we are, that um, God loves us for who we are. And um, when we know that, so if you act out of a place of knowing that you are loved, then actually you are free to be who God has called you to be. You're free to express yourselves, to like you really know your identity. And so then everything you do out of that can really be a godly thing and can really please God so much because of um, yeah, that confidence of knowing that we are dearly loved children of God. So I hope that encourages you. Yeah. That's awesome, Edmonds. Um, well, we're going to wrap up uh, pretty soon. I don't have a whole lot to say, uh, but I hope some of the stories and just what's been shared has encouraged you. I just wanted to remind us um, of how we started last year. We spoke about kindness. We spoke about rest. And then the way we ended, well, not quite ended, but it was a November series, uh, A Better Way. The idea of that was to set us up right to start this year right. And I really hope that you've taken some time out uh, and had some time off. Uh, I know it's sometimes a busy time for some of you, but honestly, we, we have to learn to operate out of a place of rest. And yeah. Lauren spoke about it, just being, you know, devotion time, just spending time with God, because I think that's when we just function better. It's just the way that it's meant to, to be. And in the series, A Better Way, I read a scripture from Matthew 6. I didn't read it in this version. This is the, the message. So it's an interpretation. It's not a literal translation. But I just love the way that Eugene Peterson puts it, and I really hope that it encourages us. So he's in the scripture talks about the flowers and the colors and how amazing they are, and, and like basically telling humans not to worry because, I mean, look how God does this and takes yeah. care of them, and uh, you, you know, and just how beautiful they are, and, and we get so stressed about the smallest of things. And then it says here people who don't know God and the way he works fuss over these things. But you know both God and how he works. I love that. So we know God and how he works. We've seen him work. And then it says, steep your life in God reality, God initiative, God provisions. Don't worry about missing out. You'll find all your everyday human concerns will be met. That's, that's a promise from God. All your concerns will be met. And this is so important. And I think maybe just wraps up our time together is give your entire attention to what God is doing right now. Living in the moment. I know we've got a year ahead of us. We don't know what it looks like, but just enjoy today, right now, in the moment. And don't get worked up about what may or may not happen tomorrow. Sure. It's crazy how we often worry about stuff that actually 99% of the time doesn't even happen. Yeah. So don't worry about what's going to happen, it says. But God will help you deal with whatever hard things come up and when the time comes. So maybe some of you are already feeling anxious about the year and the hard times are going to come up and we spoke about our, our lows. There's, there's always going to be lows. Yeah. But let's not worry about that. Let's just be faithful, beginning of a year, give it over to God. Um, let's you know, fix our attention on Him. And it's amazing how we get the right perspective when we put Him first. It, it's just crazy. And when we forget to put Him first, and you know, that's when things just go pear-shaped. But 
So our hope is today, just uh, beginning of the year, this service, um, as I said in the beginning, we, we give one time a year, we give all our volunteers off, and, but we still wanted to you know, bring something to you, so I hope, hope it's encouraged you. But it's just a moment now, we're just going to close in prayer, and let's just commit our, our years to God. Let's yeah. commit our lives to God, and uh, I'm going to pray a prayer that I also asked you to pray a few months ago, which was, God, help me walk slowly enough to experience Jesus fully and to love people deeply. Oh. Uh, I mean, you've been speaking about that now. Uh, let's pray that prayer again um, and trust that he would do that in and through us this year. Good. And then I'm going to pray one more prayer for perhaps some people watching today that don't know God. Maybe you, you I don't know, got invited to watch us online, sent a link, or you're just by chance watching it. And my hope is that you would start off the year connecting with God. Mm. And just want to say uh, we're excited to have you back here next week. Colin's going to be preaching, kicking off the new series. Uh, and then the following week, my mom's actually going to be preaching. We haven't had her speak for a while, so that's going to be awesome. Nice start to the year. But let's spend a brief moment praying. Father, we thank you so much for this past year that we've had. Uh, you did so much in our lives, and uh, we've seen you uh, just do incredible things. But at the same time, we've you know, experienced hardship, and uh, there's been difficult in many ways. And we're just so grateful that you are always with us. And as we set out to start this year, God, I just pray that your presence would be so tangible, even right now, as you're sitting in your living room or watching on your bed, that you would just sense God's presence, that you would take a moment just to be in the moment, fix your attention on God. And I pray right now by your Holy Spirit that, you know, you would uh, just make yourself known to us. God, I pray that any stress, any worry that we may have about the year ahead, that you would just... Give us peace right now, Father, that we just give it over to you. Uh, help us be more present in the moment. And let's pray this prayer together. God, help me walk slowly enough to experience Jesus fully and to love people deeply. That's the gospel. And God, we want to experience you more, know you more, love you more. At the start of a year, be devoted to you. And Lord, you know, in and through that, as we are kind of um, wrapped up in your presence and who you are and spending time with you we just know that because you're you in us and your love is in us it has to come out of us that we would love people deeply be kind to people and use us this year we pray as a church as an, as individuals and uh, that's what you've called us to do so we really pray that in jesus name and then lastly just a prayer for anyone that's as i said watching doesn't know god um be a privilege just to pray a prayer with you start of 2022 just giving your life over to God I suppose you have lots of fears concerns um, and let me tell you it's life is hard but it's so much easier when you've got God on our side so let's just pray this together um, and if you're praying for the first time it's it's a privilege to pray with you why don't you let someone know that you prayed this prayer reach out to someone perhaps that you know in our church or just reach out to us you can send an email to info at openscars.ca.ca we'd love to hear from you but let's just pray this prayer together. Dear Lord Jesus, from today, I commit my life to you. I'm sorry for my past, and I ask you to forgive me. I want to do things your way from today. Thank you for dying on the cross for me so that I could be forgiven and set free. And from today, Lord, I, I choose you. I want to walk with you. Come and live in my heart by your spirit. Change me and make me into the person that you want me to be. And I pray this in Jesus' name. And everyone agreed and said...